morning, good evening, good afternoon. I'm glad you guys are back as we're continuing our study on First Peter. Man, I'm so good you're here. So glad you're here. If it's your first time, this is Pauline Theology's Daily Devotional, and we're going over First Peter. And we're trying to figure out who God is, uh, who is man as a Christian or, or as, a, as a lost person, and then um, how can we apply it to our lives. That's what we do here every every morning. Um, or every afternoon, or every night, or whatever you listen. <laughs> That's what we do here. But if you're back, man, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're here. So let's continue on our study in First Peter. So it looks like Peter is going to move to a, a different focus. Same focus, but talking to a specific people. So let's dive into it. We're in First Peter chapter 5, and we're going to go from verse 1 to uh, verse 4. It says, So I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as we are partakers in the glory that is going to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you. Exercise oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you. Not for shameful gain, but eagerly. Not domineering over these in charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. So I think that Peter begins to talk to the leadership here because at first, he's, I believe he's talking to everybody about the sufferings that uh, will suffer in Christ because of the persecution of the neighbors and the government and how we should look forward to the time when Christ comes back and judges everybody, but also makes the world new, a new heavens and a new earth where we get to bask in his glory forever. Talks about the opportunity, the privilege it is to suffer who we are in Christ as citizens of this kingdom that we're longing for and waiting for because this world is not our own. Talking about Christ's suffering and that because of his suffering, the unrighteous us are saved by his righteousness, the righteous one. How this has happened from the very beginning of ages that he was foreknown to do this so that we would understand and know him in this present moment. I think all those things that he was talking about, about who we are because of the gospel and how we're supposed to act because of the gospel, how we're supposed to be together, loving each other, humbling ourselves to the government, to our, our institutions because of Christ. I think all of these things were to all the people in the church, but now it's specifically geared toward the pastors, the elders in the church, because he says he wants to exhort them. He wants to talk to them about their role in helping the church to be able to live and rejoice in the sufferings that they're having. And I like how he says it, too. He says, fellow elders. He's like, he's, he's like, he's, He's one of them that even though he is called to, a, I mean, obviously they've got statues of Peter and he's the chief apostle. and But what he does is he classifies himself with the other elders, says fellow elders, like you're one with me in the way that this system works, this kingdom works. Says, I'm not greater than you. It says when God calls you to an elder, you have a position of authority that is great because God has given it to you. And I'm one of those people. And so we are together in this. We're together in this, man. That's that's a lot of humility that uh, Peter is showing. <laughs> and he's doing that because he's actually going to start talking about uh, humility uh, later on. But he gives what the elders are supposed to do in the church. 
He says that um, shepherd the flock, love for, care for, take care of, watch over, keep from harm the people of God. And he says, do this without these reasons. Compulsion, he says, do it without having to do it. Like when you have to do it, then maybe it's time to not do it. Because it's not about the have to. It's about the desire and the longing, the want to. Because I think it is about your attitude in this um, shepherding. If it's something that you just like feel you have to do, you're not doing it the right way. Now, as an elder, it is something you have to do. As a shepherd, it is something you have to do. But that is not the heart's desire. It should be an overwhelming rejoicing or a flowing of the person that God has called you to be in the position he has placed you in. It should be with joy. It should be willingly. Now, it also says next, not with shameful gain. It says we don't do this because we think we can make a lot of money. We don't do this because we think that we'll be able to gain a lot of status. We don't do this to look good in front of people. That's shameful. This is, but we should be eagerly wanting to do this. And the way we do it is not as a domineering person. We're not forcing people or ruling over people in that type of way. But we live as examples, just like Christ did. And there's a tension there because there is times in which we have to say, hey, this is the way it goes. Just as Christ did. But we have to actually live our lives as an example, laying down our lives for the sheep, laying down our very souls so that we can take care of those, just as David did with the lion and the and the uh and the bear. He he put his life in danger so that the sheep may be safe. Now we're under shepherds. And when the chief shepherd appears, he says, if we do those things in the way that he has called us to do those things, with the love and the affection that he's called us to do them in, he says, we will receive an unfading crown of glory. And this is a specific crown for those who are in the ministry, for those who are pastors, for those who are elders. That's a calling, man. That's awesome. Because God rewards us with great gifts when we are doing his will. I, I believe that. I think that, well, it's clearly seen right here. It says that you're going to receive an unfading crown of glory as an elder, as a pastor, my friend, that you'll be able to to gain a, a, a reward for the wonderful things that you've done because this is not an easy task. Um, and James even says that, ooh, it's like a, a, a double trouble whenever you are... Uh, elder or leader teaching the scripture to those that are under you it's double trouble so you you got to watch out but with that double trouble comes what peter says an unfading crown of glory so what's this saying about god well i think it's saying that god rewards his servants i think that's a question often talked about too and we did talk about it earlier in this podcast on first peter where he says that uh, we will get rewards for living this this life, uh, even in opposition of suffering and persecution, is that we'll, we'll receive these rewards. And again, I think this is another realization of that, that God rewards his people, man. 
don't don't think that he doesn't. It's not a carrot dangling in front of you, but it's a blessing from a father who is uh, overjoyed with the work that his child is doing. Second, I think that uh, as as Christians, well, actually as pastors and elders, I think that it's calling us to lead our people wisely, gently, in times where it is very difficult to live the life of Christ. In America, I know it's not super hard, but I think those times are coming. The last passage we read, it says that don't be surprised. It's going to happen. And so I think that's what the pastor is supposed to ready the church to be. And the pastor is actually supposed to have, I think, a, 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 as a pastor, have to have their eyes and ears to the ground because it says there's a witness of suffering, man, is that we should recognize and realize that there is this time when it will happen and that we should be preparing our people to do so. But not not so much as is, um, just saying or scaring, but just edifying and growing and letting them realize the greatness and the privilege, the opportunity to be able to suffer for God's glory. The application for me is, is, is exactly that. And I, I do feel like that's what I've been trying to do is, is especially like I can see it coming. I mean, I've, I see the signs. And so I, I want to ready uh, the people that I, I, I shepherd over to endure this. And, and I know that it's going to be difficult because I myself sometimes in my heart am scared and wonder if I'll be able to make it. But I know that because of the power of Christ, his spirit within me, that I will endure because God will endure for me. But I want to ready their hearts and let them understand the situation so when it does come, they may receive a crown as well. I thank you guys for listening, and I hope that you're prepared. I mean, I know, um, like I said, it, it, it's not huge right now, but I want I want you to recognize even the smallest sufferings is something that God receives glory for and that we should rejoice in. When a person just looks down on you because you proclaim the name of Christ, well, God is glorified in you when you continue. And so I just wanna, I just wanna encourage you in that. I appreciate you guys for listening today, and, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast. I'll see you guys tomorrow.